Hey guys, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Elena. Make sure you have your coffee because we have a A latte latte to talk about. So an interesting topic, especially as an adult, is friendships. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's interesting is the older you get, the more, at least me anyways, you start to realize that when it comes to friends, Mm -hmm. quality over quantity, so important. Oh, absolutely. 100%. 100%. Because, like, when you're in high school, you have all these friends. But then out of high school, I have, like, three friends. Yeah. It's, like, a popularity. Like, oh, you want to be friends with this group and that group and this group and that group. And it doesn't matter if they're all stabbing you in the back. Oh, no. As long as you have hundreds of friends. Oh, absolutely. You're one of the cool kids. But when you become an adult, you kind of, like, take a step back and you're like, wait a second. Mm -hmm. I would rather only have one friend Mm -hmm. who's a good friend and I can rely on versus... 900 friends oh absolutely i mean like you just said like growing up in high school it's like oh we're all friends but then they'll just hurt you and you're like oh it's fine we're we're because we're still all friends and then when you get out you really look back and realize that they actually weren't your friends yeah yeah so one of my best friends we actually coined our own phrase we call it a friend acquaintance It's someone that essentially people are like, oh, yeah, that's my friend. But in actuality, you really don't have a friendship with them. Oh, yeah. It's almost like the term friend is very, like, loosey-goosey these Mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm. Like, when we came up with the whole friend-quaintance thing. It's because, yeah, I guess I'd introduce this person that I know as a friend. Yeah. But in reality, I don't hang out with them. Mm -hmm. I don't know them that well. Yeah. So, you know, but it's awkward to just be like, oh, yeah, this is Joe. That's it. People will be like, who's Joe? (laughs) Exactly. You know? So it's like. Exactly. You kind of naturally like indicate, oh, this is my friend, even if you've only met like once or twice. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting because in reality, you don't know them that well. And to be honest, would you call in this scenario Joe to come and help you? No. No. Would you tell Joe all of your problems and issues? No. No. But it's almost like you have to say, oh, well, this is my friend. Oh, yeah. And I understand, like, I get that because, like you said, would you call them for your issues? Like, I'm not a person to kind of put my issues out there. Mm -hmm. So, like, the people that I do talk about, which is very slim, which are my good friends, like, I consider my good friends are who I'm going to pick up the phone and call. Mm -hmm. Because I know if I call Christina, she's going to sit there and listen to me and she's going to have feedback that's in the good goodness of her heart for me. But if I talk to, like you said, Joe, he's going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry that you're having problems. Instead of... Christina being like, girl, you know you, <laughs> I could just hear it now. Girl, you know that's wrong. Don't do that. You're too nice. Like, yeah. And be honest with you. Because you, you can have millions of friends and everybody will want to know what you got going on. And and I think that I think that has a lot to do with it too is because some people are just kind of nosy. Yes. Like they'll be your friend when things are going wrong. Yes. Because listen, there's a lot of like toxicity. Mm-hmm. And especially this is something that I really went through like early 20s. Especially, you know, at that age, you're already vulnerable. Yeah. You're kind of figuring out your life. You're trying to set yourself up for the future. Yeah. Because you're no longer in high school goofing around. Now it's time to get serious. Like yeah. what am I going to do for a living? I need to think about careers. You know, for the first time. And we're thinking about mortgages and rents oh, yeah. and car insurance and you know adulting <laughs> it's very easy to like think that someone is your friend yeah but in actuality they may not really be your friends and they may not actually have your best interest at heart yeah. because some people as terrible as it is they just want to watch you fail oh absolutely i <laughs> been there done that you know people 
because everybody goes through life, you know, life Mm -hmm. is hard, you know, but it's kind of up to you whether to get up or continue laying down. Right. So when you start to get up and you're doing better and you're, you know, getting the help you need or you got a new job or, you know, you bought that brand new house and it's like, you're happy for yourself, but your friend that you thought was actually your good friend is like, oh, okay, so you're, you're not like miserable anymore. Right. And it's like, okay, not really want to be your friend because misery loves company. Misery, you took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) Misery loves company. And I think that's something that I really went through. Mm-hmm. Is it was almost like with certain people, like the competition. Like if I was like, oh, yeah. oh, you know, I had a really bad day at work. Instead of most people being like, oh, what happened? Or even I did too. Tell me about what happened with your day. And then I'll tell you about mine. Yeah. It automatically, if I'd be like, oh, it was a really rough day at work. Like, oh, here's 78 reasons why my day was a thousand times worse than your day will ever be. Like, why does everything have to be a competition? And that's kind of where, to me, the quality over quantity comes into play. Oh, absolutely. Because I'd rather only have five, six friends. But I know if I'm having a rough time and need someone to talk to, they will be there for me no matter what. Versus someone who's going to tell me why my day was like a cakewalk compared to theirs. Like, why does friendship have to be a competition? It Exactly. It shouldn't be. Because, you know, it is... Like you said earlier, it is hard to find friendships when you're an adult. Yes. Because you work or for my, I have kids, I have, I have Dixon, I have a kid. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm including people in my life, I'm very selective because of him. And everybody that I'm friends with, like you, mm-hmm. Christina, um, a couple of our other friends, like they understand that if you're going to invite us out to do something, it has to be something that Dixon can be involved in. Because if not, just don't call me. Right. And, and you know that. Mm-hmm. And, and well, Christina, you know, everybody, they always make sure that if they're going to invite us to do something, it's included. Mm-hmm. And that's why you guys in my life are, are, are a thousand times better. Like, than anybody because you know when you have a kid like I feel like the it's very like kind of wishy-washy where people think you have a kid and you can't do anything anymore or you have a kid and if you go out like that's wrong on you right or if I want to hang out with you and you have a kid I'm gonna end up sitting watching Coco Melon all day on your couch not in my house (laughs) not in my house listen my my best friend Christina she just had the twins yeah I'll go to her house and watch Miss Rachel. I don't yeah. know if you've seen Miss Rachel. No. Probably not, but no. I'll watch that. <laughs> I don't know Coco why I have seen that. No. Coco <laughs> Melon, no. But Miss Rachel, yeah, I could get down on Miss Rachel. She's she's funny. <laughs> but no. But anyways, back to what I was saying. You know, it's it's the fact of if if I go out, I already feel mom guilt that I went out and did something without Dixon. But it's like everybody else around you is going to make you feel bad. And it shouldn't be that way. And I mean, like like you said, it's right. And like you said, as an adult, it is very difficult to make friends. Yeah, absolutely. Because now we're, you know, we are adults. We're dealing with things like jobs. Yeah. Usually careers at this point, full-time work. Yeah. Potentially we're still in school. Mm -hmm. You know, we might have kids or a husband or a wife or that sort of thing. So it really kind of makes things difficult because it's not like we're back in, I don't know, what, 18, 19, where we're like out clubbing and partying and you get drunk and meet a girl in the bathroom and you're like, well, not when you're underage. But like, you know, that sort of thing. Like if you're 21 and you're at a bar downtown and you're hammered and there's a random girl in the bathroom who's hammered and you're like, oh my gosh, I love your shoes. And she's like, oh my gosh, I love your face. And you're like, oh my gosh, you're so perfect. Next thing you know, boom, you have a new friend. Yeah. And you guys are going out and everything. But let's look 
five, ten years later, do you still talk to that girl? Exactly. (laughs) But it's just even like, that's how different it is. Mm Because now when you're an adult and we have responsibilities, you have to be more like aware of your time. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think it gets difficult too. Because like, I think a lot of even good friendships can fail. Because if you're working full time, I'm working full time. You're a mom. I'm in school. Whatever. Yeah. It can be difficult to find the time to nurture that friendship because even like a relationship, you have to nurture your friendships to an extent in order for them to continue to blossom and move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because like you said, it is hard. But for me, like for instance, Christina, like I said, she lives in Alabama. We live nine hours apart from each other. But one phone call a day. Mm -hmm. We do. One phone call a day at least. I mean, we'll send TikToks every once in a while. (laughs) But one phone call a day. It's just the fact that I'm putting in the effort. She's putting in the effort because we love each other. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's my best friend. And I would do anything for her. You know, it's kind of like, but it has to be like to each other. It has to be mutual. Mutual is what I was trying to say. It has to be mutual because I think a lot of issues is like, and this was especially me when I was younger you always if you're the one that's always reaching out and making the effort that's not really how a friendship works it has to be a two-way street yep you know you need to do your part to maintain the friendship but guess what I need to do just as much effort to maintain Mm -hmm. my half of the friendship yeah and and the and the other thing is is like for instance say you call me all the time Mm -hmm. we still talk we're you know we have that conversation where you're like, hey, do you guys want to do this on Saturday? And I'm like, I can't do it. And then you ask me again the following Saturday. And it's just it's just not good with our schedule. It's not that we don't talk, we don't want to get together, but, you know, life is life. Mm-hmm. And then you get mad at me. And then it's like, it's all my fault because... How dare you, Elena? Exactly. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> but, I mean, it's the point because it's like you try your hardest to do what you can but sometimes you know with working and being a mom and and sports and everything else like you know sometimes it just doesn't add up I mean when you when you have a busy lifestyle in a sense like yes you want to spend that time you want to but in a sense sometimes you can't and it's like the other person gets furious with you and it shouldn't be that way and see to me listening to you that right there would be an example of a bad friend absolutely because if you think about it if we're using the same scenario and I keep asking you to do stuff on Saturdays Mm -hmm. and it's not good for your schedule instead of like shooting me down in this scenario Mm -hmm. be like hey girl Saturdays are no good there's way too much going on yeah however what are you doing on Sunday can we go grab dinner Yeah, because right there, that automatically turns it from me reaching out constantly and being denied to me reaching out. It doesn't work. And you coming back. Can you do this day? Absolutely. No, I totally agree with that. Because like you said, it's all about giving and getting in a sense. It's a give and take relationship. A hundred percent. Exactly. A hundred percent. Listen, like I said, life life is hard already. Let's mm-hmm. not make friendships hard. You know? Exactly. And I mean, it's really sad too because like there's just so many scenarios in which you think you might be friends with someone, yeah. but you could also be taken advantage of. Oh, yes. Because we see it a lot Mm -hmm. where, you know, you think you're friends with someone. Mm -hmm. But when you start to, like, actually think about it, it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, hold on. This person is always making me their last choice. Like, if no one else is available. Like, so, for example, at Disney, Mm -hmm. they have dining reservations and you're supposed to put, like, two, three, four, however many people in your party. Okay. They do have a little bit of a crazy, like, cancellation policy. Mm -hmm. So there's been scenarios where if you make a reservation for three people, and now all of a sudden you're in your window you can't cancel it and all of the people you were going to go with bailed why is it 
that now you're reaching out to me as your last resort. Like, that's not right either. Because, like, thankfully, I have really weeded out a lot of, like, bad friendships in my life. Mm -hmm. Which I think is super important that as you get older, you learn more. Yeah. And your friendships that are true friendships should be growing with you. Exactly. With you both. But I mean, I think that's a big thing too is it's like it makes you feel bad as a person too because your friend mm-hmm. is now you're like, wait, I'm your last resort. Yeah. That means literally everyone else you wanted to spend time with mm-hmm. told you no. So now you're yes. reaching out to me in desperation. Like is that really the like hallmark of a true friendship? It's kind of like when it's convenient for them. Correct. Like, and that's not fair. You'll call and ask, hey, I'm doing this or I'm going to this concert blah, blah, blah. Do you want to go with me? Oh, well, maybe. I got to see what's going on. And then it's like, they're going to check if the grass is green on the other side. Correct. I mean, that's happened to me all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. in high school, like, even now, like, not so much anymore because I'm like you. Like, I've weeded out people. Mm -hmm. Like, either you're going to positively impact my life or you're going to negatively impact my life. And if you're going to be negative, like, you got to go. Because, you know, it's all about positivity lately. And my thing is, is like, don't get upset with me if... I get upset with you that you're literally just calling me because I'm your last resort Mm -hmm. when it's convenient for you. Like, I would not do that to a person. I'm too much of a nice person. Like, I am told all the time that, girl, you're too nice. But I just am. Like, I will give you the benefit of the doubt. Like, Mm -hmm. I literally got into a fight in high school. The only fight I ever got into... Because I befriended somebody that no that that didn't have anybody, and something happened, and yeah, um, I ended up in ISS that day because I got into a fight with her. The javelina, yeah, can't take you anywhere. <laughs> I can't. That was the only time I ever really, no, the only time I ever got into a fight. And it's things like that. Like I have, I have such a big heart that sometimes I'm so blinded mm-hmm. by people that are just so nasty to me. And I think that's a good point too, because to me, if you're truly friends with someone. Mm-hmm. And let's say, for example, you and I get into not a physical fight, but like we get into like a verbal altercation, right? We're fighting. As a good friend, if you are truly a good friend to me and I am a good friend to you, Mm -hmm. we both should be able to sit down like adults. Oh, absolutely. Let me tell you my side of the story without interrupting me. Mm -hmm. You can then do the same. Tell me how you felt and I won't interrupt you. And if you're genuinely friends with someone, Mm -hmm. you're going to care enough about that friendship that you're going to want to do what you can to fix the relationship and move forward instead of it being like no you're wrong that's not right I don't want to hear your point of view yeah me 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 it's a two-way street like we said I should be able to tell you is my true friend how I felt and you should think like okay mental note don't do that again yeah but then we should be able to swap and now I go okay the floor is yours you tell me I'm open I'm receptive what can I do better as a friend to you and that's how you move forward because when you get people who are like no you're the problem you're the problem no 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 like the victim card oh girl that's when you're like okay so is this really a one-sided friendship exactly because you won't even let me get a word out of my mouth Mm -hmm. you're just no you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong to me that's also kind of being closed off that's not a friendship no and it's like you're willing to put yourself out there to fix the problem and then here you are like yeah you really are just the problem right Mm -hmm. and I mean I've been told that before and I'm just kind of like okay all right well it's been nice knowing you yeah because I know like 
some of like I said early 20s I had some friendships like that yeah where they would say something that would really hurt my feelings and instead of letting me like openly vocalize Mm -hmm. like hey when you did xyz I felt this particular way Mm -hmm. it turns into a oh well you're wrong you shouldn't feel that way but everyone's entitled to their own feelings and opinions exactly and if you're a good friend if I go you know what I'm a little bit offended by that Mm -hmm. and you let me vocalize what's wrong yeah you can then turn around and be like I understand why you feel that way yeah however when I said it I did not mean for it to come out like that I meant for it to be taken like this because I think that's a big thing too especially with friendships Mm -hmm. in our generation a lot of it is done over text oh yeah for me it's so funny because you say that like going back to Christina like we we do text some but we don't really text like we will call each other right like if you look at our text message is it's mostly just TikToks going yeah. back and forth. Like if we're going to have a genuine conversation, like we're going to call each other. Like we FaceTime, we call on the phone and that's with like anybody. Like I am just not like a texter anymore. Yeah. And like, I mean, if you need me, call me. Yeah. And text is difficult too because like you don't really know the person's intentions when you're saying something to them. Like if I text you, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I might mean it as like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. You might read that and think that I'm like, oh, okay. All right now. You know, so (laughs) that's another thing too. And that's why I wish that more people would just want to sit down sometimes. And I understand our generation in particular we have like the keyboard warrior thing where it's easier to express your feelings when you're hiding behind your phone versus in person oh yes but I think when you do that you're really missing the opportunity to get someone's tone Mm -hmm. their body language and that sort of thing because that makes a big difference yeah and that's the thing is because like you you could not say like how I'm trying to say you could say something like you said oh okay and you could say it like that's not what you mean but then on the other aspect is that they're going to take it wrong Mm -hmm. but they're not even going to say anything to you they're just going to now be like all right, so she's just going to be nasty to now, me? Yep, now they have a chip on their shoulder. Kind of just assuming. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's what's not mm-hmm. right. And I think that's why, like, when it comes to being an adult and making friendships, mm-hmm. you really have to, like, think about, okay, it is quality over quantity. Who do I want to be sitting in the rocking chair next to me in the nursing home? <laughs> yes. You know, it's not just a matter of, oh, I want to have all these friends and be popular. But no. you really have to think about who are the people in your life that make you feel good? good about yourself that make you feel whole like you have someone because yes we all have our family maybe significant others but someone said that your friends are the family that you pick oh absolutely that hit me hard I I love that I've never heard that but I love that because it I mean it is so true Mm mm-hmm Especially, like you said, now as, as an adult, like, I, I can count on my hand my friends. Yeah. Just that I know that if I needed something, mm-hmm. I could call and they would be there. Yeah. Mine like, might be on two hands, but, like, <laughs> that's probably it. Yeah. Definitely, I wouldn't need to be, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it would definitely be on probably two hands max, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm the type of person, I'd rather only have one friend, mm-hmm. but knowing that I can call that one friend, mm-hmm. and if I need something, they're going to be there for me. Versus having 9,000 friends and not a single person in that entire group would lift a finger to help me out. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I think, I think we've all learned the hard way Mm -hmm. in in a sense when it comes to friends and, you know, finding friends at the oddest times as well. Yeah. You know, because like, yeah, Christina, like we met at a bed office Mm -hmm. and she actually did not like me at first. Mm -hmm. God love her. But um, now I could, I don't know what I would do without her. Yeah. And I mean, when you think about it, like. Sometimes the universe does work in like 
mysterious ways. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like you meet everyone for a reason. No one comes into your life accidentally. No. They're either there, my mom always says, for a reason or for a season. (laughs) So it's either someone coming in to teach you a lesson. Mm -hmm. And that's important to view it as a moment to like learn and grow as a person yourself. Mm -hmm. Or they're here to make an impact on your life. And I think that's important too. Like, for example, Amanda, my best friend, Mm -hmm. we actually met, we were in a Disney annual pass holder Facebook group. Oh. And another girl was like, I would like to meet some people to go to the parks with. Okay. I replied. She happened to be one of the people that replied. Okay. And we all did like a group meetup of like, there was probably 10 of us. And we all went to Epcot one day. And it was funny because like Amanda and I just clicked right off the bat and now we've been best friends I consider her like a sister and we've been best friends now for probably seven years so stuff like that you never know when you're going to meet people Mm -hmm. and you know those are the people like we've all grown I've been through job changes so has Amanda yeah there's been changes and at one point she didn't live in Florida we still were able to maintain that friendship exactly and nurture that friendship Mm-hmm. And that's the type of thing that I think is so important too. It is. Abs- absolutely. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's it's so sad though that people do kind of fall off that you mm-hmm. think that are those ones that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Like, not like romantically, but like your yeah. friendship wise. And then when it comes down to it, you're, you realize that they left for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it's okay that they're not around anymore. You still may have love for that friend mm-hmm. of yours, but... It's it's not it's not hard to let them go now. Yeah, there's so many people who I'm not friends with to this day, mm-hmm. but I still have nothing but love for them. Oh, absolutely. And I want the best for them. Absolutely. But at the same time, like, as an adult, friendships, you know, aside from the people that I'm with all the time, mm-hmm. friendships that I really value are people who I'm busy. They're busy. We both know we may not be able to see each other except maybe once every two to three years. Yeah. But those friends that when you finally get together, it picks up like you guys have never even been apart. Oh, yeah. I think those are so like rare and amazing to be able to have those types of friends in your life. Absolutely. I mean, like Christina, she lives in Mm -hmm. Alabama. I just went and saw her and it's it's never anything different. Like the way we talk on the phone and the way that we see each other, it's like it's nothing's changed. It's not like Mm -hmm. that awkwardness of, oh, it's been so long. It's like, girl, I'm so happy I'm here. You know, exactly. Exactly. We're just back to what we're doing funny stuff or Mm -hmm. or making fun of each other or whatever it is and it's just you know it's hard to be apart Mm -hmm. because I miss her so much but I know I know if I needed her like I said she'd be there and I know if I wanted to if I was having a hard time and I'm like girl I'm packing up my car and I'm coming to see you Mm -hmm. and she'd be like okay doors open like she wouldn't care like that's that's That friendship means more to me than anything else. And that right there is like exactly what I mean when I say if you're true friends with someone, Mm -hmm. you should be able to have that friendship grow. Oh, absolutely. You know, things might change. Things might be different. She might be going through something that you're not going through at the same time. But that's how a friendship grows. Yeah. You still are there to support each other no matter what is going on, no matter what the challenges you have to overcome. Absolutely. And I think that's so important. And those are the type of friends that like, you know. Yeah. No. We couldn't do anything without them. They're so important to us. No. Go go hug your friends today. Go hug your friends. (laughs) That is the moral of today's podcast episode is go hug your friends. Tell them you love them. And if you have a friend, acquaintance might be time to potentially reevaluate and actually sit down and think about things. Let it go. No. <laughs> no. 
listen i know i'm a disney person i hate frozen <laughs> fun fact oh my goodness but yeah friendship is important and mm-hmm. it's important to you know make sure the people that you surround yourself with are benefiting you mm-hmm. other than letting you down exactly so. yep it's so important especially like i said as we grow and get older yep. to have those people that we know we can rely on because absolutely friends essentially they do become family oh yeah uh, all, all of my friends are family now in a sense because i'm like yeah you guys are stuck with me yeah. so whether you like it or not i'm not going anywhere yeah so if you guys are one of my best friends you all know who you are you'll be stuck with me forever and ever and ever so i'm so sorry or congratulations depending on how you want to look at that i think i think it should be a congratulations all right we'll take it (laughs) we'll take it well on that note definitely make sure that you guys subscribe and stay tuned to see what we have going on next tuesday (laughs) Bye. bye